Welcome to the Shelf Oddities. My name is Erie. And I'm Serafina. And Erie, what oddity are you feeling like this week? Uh, the oddity I'm feeling like this week is a very beautiful spoon that someone has turned into a ring. I do love that. Uh, that, that actually reminds me of the Salem spoon that our ah, tour yes. guy showed us in Salem that I have been following one on eBay now for a while <laughs> um, because I do want to pick one up. There's, I love old spoons. There's something Me about too. them. Um, the oddity I am feeling like this week, since it is the new year, I am feeling like the very first Farmer's Almanac, which I did mm. immediately look into, was first published in 1792. What? Which is crazy. And also uh, came from Dublin, New Hampshire. What? New Hampshire? That's what I'm saying, dog. So, um, expect an episode on that, because I, of course, in doing research for the pod, have, like, a very specific way of looking up information. <laughs> so I did that, and I was like, Google, show me, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know that Google sound like, or the TikTok sound like, Google, show me this guy's balls. <laughs> yes. I do that for, like, every, like, I always, I'll, like, go to my computer and, like, hacker voice, Google. Show me this history's balls, please. Enhance. Enhance. Um, so, yeah, I found uh, a bunch of cool stuff about the farmer, the Farmer's Almanac, which is really hard to say. The Farmer's Almanac <laughs> is what I want to say every time I say Like, for my whole life that I've seen them. But, yeah, I'm... They're so fascinating. They're I don't so know how cool. many of our oddlings have, like, read them before, but my papa used to keep them because he kept a garden when I was growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And they're fascinating to read. They're interesting. They cover so many topics. Even, like, mm -hmm. folklore and stuff. It's so cool. So, yeah, yeah, you gotta do an episode on that. I think it would be really fun to do, so look forward to that. Like I mentioned earlier, it is the new year, so happy new year, oddlings. I hope you had a safe weekend celebrating, if you're one to celebrate the new year. I am. I like New Year's. Um, I have ADHD, so a new chapter, a new start is something that <laughs> calls home to me real deep. Um, but I actually don't know this about you. Do you like New Year's, Erie? Um, I don't dislike New Year, but, <laughs> and just... this year is no different. I tend to get sick yeah. on New Year. I am almost always sick, and this year I was blessed with COVID. You sure were. Um, <laughs> so if I sound like shit oddlings, that's why. Um, I'm currently recovering. We're in recover mode. I'm through the worst of it. Thank God I can taste things now, uh, which is, you know, really the thing I was worried about. Serafina and I were having a conversation. Um, if I am anything I am a glutton and I like my things in excess and food and beverage are one of the most important two of the most important things to me and um the idea of not being able to taste things was devastating I was like mega depressed for two days super scared I was never gonna taste again Serafina's getting like fever dream messages from me on it Facebook Messenger <laughs> she's saying it so calmly now like oh it was just so it was such a hard time for me y'all she was in my phone <laughs> screaming to the world about how Panicking. this is it this is it just just roll me in a ditch i'm i'm done i can't taste my coffee what is the point of life yeah literally that is a direct quote um so i i do like the new year um i do i don't do like new year's resolutions but i do like the idea of like setting an intention for the new year um i also did do like all of my witchy stuff at the beginning of the new year oh yeah um, so I usually, like, do a full house cleanse, take all the wards down, put all the wards back up, um, and then I did my, the cinnamon thing that I always forget about every first of the <laughs> month and that I don't remember until the tenth of the month, usually. Yeah, um, I did actually do that, so 
Uh, but I don't hate it. No. I know there's some people who are very much like, it's just another day. And, like, that's fine. I understand that mentology. Mentology uh, <laughs> is my new cigarette brand. That mentality of, oh, it's just another day. I do get that. I understand that. But I love I love a new year. I love a birthday. I love anything that can give me, like, a, a, a keystone, a milestone to, to work with. Also, I love a good cheese ball. Not going to lie. I, I fucking love, love cheese, cheese balls. Ball. And you know what happens on New Year? People make cheese balls. I actually made them for Thanksgiving this year because I just feel like they don't get enough play. They're so good. They're so good. For, like, any time. Just, like, a Sunday, you know? The best time to get a cheese cheese ball ball is any (laughs) time. So, I figured we would start off this episode a little bit talking about um, something that I do that I actually don't know if you know that I do this. I don't tell people about this often, so the oddlings are getting a little vulnerable treat for me uh, in this new year. I typically tend to take a word, and like that word is my goal of the year, like my focus of a year, like something to like touch back to if I feel like I'm like draining from my goals, I guess, is the idea. Um, I will say that. I was, like, much of a hermit before COVID, like, 2018, 2019. I didn't leave my house very often. So my my word in 2020 was community. <laughs> and then that completely got destroyed. Oh, so, like, sometimes no. it doesn't work out perfectly, but it is something um, that I try to set an intention to. And, I mean, the community thing, it did kind of work out in the sense of, like, I then had to work really hard to, like, keep friendships during a time you know when like nobody was able to see each other you know there was like a different type of community and I really got to know my neighbors that year you know like that kind of stuff so there's always like these little things that I can touch back on so this year my word is hilarious because my word is biomes okay um which is very on brand for me I feel like but the reason for this being is uh microbiomes are really important Right. These like little (laughs) tiny germ communities, if you will, um, are important. It actually started with the garden and soil microbiomes. I wanted to make sure that I was really working hard on like soil health this year. But then over the last couple of days, I've been piecing together some stuff that I thought was really interesting, which led me to another biome um, goal or discovery. And um I didn't realize that this would affect me so much. So in our Your uh, Your Body is a Medical Wonderland podcast episode, I talked a lot about my kidney stones. Mm -hmm. And in that, I did mention I was taking antibiotics, and I was taking pretty hefty ones. And I was taking them for a a while because this is like a very serious, you know, problem. And um, what I didn't realize was... Along the way, I had really destroyed my stomach microbiome, my gut biome. Um, So I did some research on it last night. And um, it takes anywhere from, like, two to six months to recover naturally. And um, I had always heard about people talking about this. Like, oh, I hate taking antibiotics because it, like, messes my stuff up, like, intensely. And that had never happened to me. But I'm telling you, since taking those antibiotics, I have not felt normal or right in, like, what is... We did the math last night, like, a month and a couple, a few weeks. 
like just I don't feel like I process food correctly or like I don't mm. feel like I'm getting like nutrients from my food and all this stuff. So for January and probably most of February, I will be heavily focusing on trying to fix my stomach because antibiotics basically just eat your stomach lining and like kill all the good back. Well, they don't. OK, I, I shouldn't say that it kills like all the bacteria. Right. So like the good and the bad, mm -hmm. which is like you would think, oh, that's fine. But then you're like introducing stuff into your stomach, but you don't have the good bacteria to help fight the bad bacteria. Right. So then the bad bacteria like kind of like, you know, wins the battle for a little bit. Yeah. Which explains why I feel so messed up. Plus, did you know that the way a huge way that you get serotonin is from your stomach and how you <laughs> digest your food? No, I didn't know that. Dude, Isn't you're going to have to like keep me updated on this journey because the last couple years of my life, I've always joked that like I'm getting old and mm -hmm. that now when I eat food, it is immediately ejected. I'm sure yeah, a yeah. lot of people go through that no, like I when do they too, yeah. and you know, we're coming up on our 30s. I'm mm -hmm. sure people are like rolling their eyes like that's not old and I'm like, <sighs> "No, nah, I have trauma. I thought I was going to be dead at 60." It's old for me. Okay. Literally. Every day <laughs> Literally. is like a, a miracle somehow. Bonus day for sure. So you're going to have to keep me updated on how that goes oh. because I might have to get in on that game because my stomach has just been fucked for like yeah. the last few years and I haven't been doing anything about it. So like <laughs> fair. Um, I, I know a lot of people with the new year, they're like new year, new me. I'm going to get fit. I'm going to be like skinny. I don't want none of that. I just want to be yeah. healthy. Same. Um, I, I kind of said this very depressing thing the other day that kind of led me to the idea of what was going on with my stomach and what was going on with me because I was like thinking in depth about what was going on and we're almost 30 so I'm 27 which means as far back as I can remember truly I have spent every single day of these 27 years feeling unhealthy like never feeling good and like just comfortable in my body um and not in like a, a like I don't love myself kind of way like I'm I'm confident I'm fine with that I I mean like I'm sitting as a soul inside this meat suit like I've just never felt um comfortable I've never felt healthy I've never really felt okay and a lot of that is mental illness and a lot of that's chronic illnesses but like both of those things like sometimes they go hand in hand you know and the more energy and effort I can put into just making sure that, like, the bacteria in my cells feel better makes me feel really, like, maybe I'm doing something that's more positive than just being like, I want to lose weight. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I just want to feel good. I don't think that we ever get, like, taught how to, like, actually nourish no. the meat suit in a successful way. No. So, like, I definitely can feel that because, like, I'm vain as fuck. Yeah. But I agree. It's like I never feel like I'm nourishing my body in the way that it needs to be nourished to yeah. feel, like, actually healthy. And I think those are, like, two different things. Well, it is. And what's wild is that looking this stuff up, it's like um, looking into, like, probiotics and prebiotics and all these things, you know, to help your gut flora, you know, be successful. The marketing is insane. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Everyone wants to sell you something. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I don't need any of this. And it's been it's been hard. So I think I will keep you personally updated considering I talk to you yep. every day. But I'll probably do an episode maybe where I once I'm like finally comfortable in all of this, like talking about it. 
because trying to find any information it was just like oh well this this and this happens and that's why you should buy my product and it's like oh, wait yeah. a second i thought this was a medical website but it's just like a front you know like it's just a oh, front yeah. it's like you google and the first five things are all advertisements that's well, when you like, get so frustrated because you're like bro yeah. i just want the answer well like, and then you'll find like doctor blah 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 you know, this is it. And it's like, they're just the person that sells the, the pills for you. It's like, I don't want pills. I want it. Like, I literally was like, what Whole Foods can I eat yeah. that make me feel better? What can I do? Like, what? And it's like, there's just like that information was so hard to come by. And it just made me kind of upset, to be honest with you. Because I was like, people just want to probably know how to mm-hmm. feed their damn body. And um, it's not easy. And I also am not, uh, I'm not a salesperson. It's been, like, a downfall of my entire life. Is like, I, I've worked for, like, big companies where if I were in sales, I would have been making so much money. But I can't <laughs> I can't sell you shit on things you don't need. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I'm not good at that because I was so poor for such a long time that being like, hey, bud, buy this. It's like, I don't want you wasting your precious cash dollars mm-hmm. on, like, shit that you don't need. And, like, all of, that's all that these places are. And, like, I understand, like, business model, whatever the hell. But... It just was one of those things where I was like, no, I want to know, like, what's the best berry to eat for your stomach lining? You know, like, what's yeah. what's the best fermented thing that I can eat to give me these, like, introduce good bacteria and stuff? So, all of this is a segue for me to sell you something. No, I'm just, I'm just fucking <laughs> kidding. But I will, um, I will give you a little... So, this is a prebiotic soda. It's a strawberry lemon. It's called Poppy. And I've seen okay. them everywhere. I'm sure in showing you this, like, maybe you've seen it. Yeah, it does look kind of familiar. Um, it's, like, really good. Like, genuinely. I think it's, like, it might be, like, a kombucha mug. Like, at the, it has sparkling flavored water, apple cider vinegar, lemon juice, strawberry juice, organic cane sugar, and natural flavors. Whatever the hell that means. I fucking love kombucha. Oh, I'm that kind of bitch. But my problem is most of them are really high in caffeine. Oh, really? And as we know, maybe that's caffeine why I don't fuck fucks with me up. Yeah, maybe that's why you don't like them. Oh, yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah, so I have a really hard time drinking them. I actually didn't realize they were high in caffeine. I and then I drank idea. them a couple days in a row. And then I was like, why do I have a headache? Like, I stopped drinking them, and I had a mm. headache, and it was because they were high in caffeine. And I wow. have heart problems. I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the, the podcast before, but uh, some fun fact about me. Another fatal weakness, you know, to share <laughs> to everyone. Um, I used to drink five monsters a day. That's, That's not, not an not overstatement. Even, That's not an not. overstatement. I was there. I watched it happen. <laughs> Um, for many years. Yeah. And then I had taken it down to like one a day, but I had really bad heart palpitations, as mm. anyone would who's drinking that many fucking energy drinks. Don't yeah. do it. Don't just do don't. It. Um now I'm just really hypersensitive to it, where if I drink anything that's super high caffeine, it can fuck me up. Um, same if I do uppers and downers. So if I mm. drink like a coffee and then drink like a beer. I could have a really bad heart palpitation incident where I have to, like, lay on the floor and basically wait for it to stabilize. So I have to be careful (laughs) (laughs) so I don't die. I just don't drink caffeine because if I do, um, I'll be up till 3 in the morning. And, like, um, you're like, Sarah, you're always up till 3 in the morning. We hear this all the time from you. I was like, yeah, that's 3 in the morning having fun. I'll be up till 3 in the morning fully panicking about everything in my life because caffeine makes my brain just, like, which is really funny because also 
caffeine works on me in such a delayed way because of my ADHD that I could drink a cup of coffee and take a nap for three hours and then 12 hours later be having a full-blown panic attack because like my life is falling apart so I just decided to skip it all in general I don't run from it like I love a peppermint mocha from Starbucks that's like one of my like I like it more than like a PSL I'll get that a couple of times a winter I don't avoid it but I don't uh, tend to <laughs> drink it. As I am a much coffee drinker. Yeah, yeah, you love coffee. Um, but yeah, have, it's the ritual. I have to have the one drink in the morning. I get really. That. Uh, my caffeine tolerance is high, so it doesn't really do anything for me. It's yeah. just the like action of drinking a thing in the morning has to happen. It's part of my routine. I get that. If you can keep a routine, you better. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so glowing recommendations for this pot. It tastes like strawberry lemonade if it was sparkling. Ooh, okay. So it's like really, I, it's, and it kind of tastes like um. This is so specific, but like you know, like the Red Robin strawberry lemonade. Yes, it's that, but without the okay. strawberry chunks and like a little bit of club soda. Hell yeah! So like I'm, down I'm down. It's kind of expensive though. This one can was like two dollars and fifty cents, which like that kind of sucks. But also like if you're only drinking like one a week or two a week, you know whatever. Yeah. Like, I guess it's really not that. I mean, it's cheaper than a coffee, so. There you go, but I also am not one of those people that's like, well, if you stop buying coffee all the time, you know, like, who cares about that? Nah, dude, everyone, um, we're flying on this space rock until we die, yes, drink as much coffee as drink, you want. And you say that you're a heathen within beverages. Um, anyone with ADHD is a heathen within beverages. <laughs> I have three drinks right now. I have this strawberry lemon uh, soda, I have a giant glass of water, and I also have a sparkling water over there as well. So, like, I just, it just, it's how it goes. You know, you gotta have the three-drink trifecta. Um, But I am a well-hydrated lady, so we love that for me, because I don't fuck with kidney stones anymore. No more fits of gravel. Yeah, no more. The rock rock factory has been closed down. (laughs) I'm not doing it. No more mining. Um, When I said in that podcast, I am not, uh, I'm not risking it ever again. I genuinely mean that. And uh, I do be, I do be flushing out the system, because I'm not trying to restructure my gut biome to then have it fall apart again in six months yeah. when my kidney decides that it's mining time no fun i i mean i understand minecraft is a fun game kidney so like <laughs> leave me alone so this year and these next upcoming months i will definitely be focusing on that and i will check back in with you uh to let you guys know how that's going it's kind of interesting because i don't particularly love fermented foods um there's a few things i like but um I'm not really into it. Uh, I have weird texture problems when it comes to food, which is why I'm such a beverage whore. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. There's like fermented pickles that you can buy. I can ferment my own, and I will in the summer, but until we get there, I'm kind of stuck at a standstill. Um, because fermented pickles, they're fermented uh, in their own stuff. It's not like they're um, pickled. Which you're like, how's a pickle not pickled? But pickling includes salt and vinegar and a brine, typically. This has none of it. It's like some salt and some water, and then like it's like the pickles, and then they ferment. And that's totally fine, except for the brine itself is cloudy. Oh, okay. And as someone who's been canning now for a while, cloudy to me means problems. Mm-hmm. So I did order some to be delivered to me today unfortunately they were out of stock so i was going to fully review them on the pod unfortunately i could not do that 
Um, but I will review them in the future because th- there's something about it. It just don't look right. Um, I did get back into sourdough, though, which is a technically a fermented product, which I think is kind of interesting. <laughs> um, it makes sense considering you're like, it's basically a microbiome in a jar, which is kind of fun yeah. to think about. But I made my first sourdough last night, and that was really good. It was. It's nice to be back in it. I, do, I take the summer off because it's just too damn hot to be cooking all the, you know, yeah. all the time. And um, so now I'm back into it. It's a little late for this year. I typically start back in October, but we just have been so busy and there's just been so much stuff going on. Um, Even since the last time we recorded a podcast, so much stuff has happened. And like, it's only been a week, like, or like two (laughs) weeks, you know, it's, it's just been crazy. There's just a lot going into the new year, which has kind of been interesting. I know you don't really follow pop culture that much. Um, But since you have been kind of bedridden, I didn't know if maybe you were on the internet a little (laughs) bit more. I mean, 2022, it ended on a banger. Like, fully. Um, I had talked about Andrew Tate on the podcast before, but I just never said his name. Because I I didn't want to give that man any more, you know, like, people who didn't know about him. I didn't want to give him more eyes. Mm -hmm. But now the whole world kind of was looking at him over the weekend. Um, which was hilarious. So funny. And um, there was a hilarious meme that I felt the need to explain because um, I just thought you would really appreciate it, Eerie. So so we all know Andrew Tate is this, like, asshole, right? He's, like, this this uh, online personality. He used to have, like, a really honorable kickboxing career and then was like, I'm poor now because I'm an old man or old, so old I'm not in the, you know, kickboxing circuit anymore. So what can I do? Oh, the, the age-old adage of make men pay me money so I can tell them how terrible women are but then also help them get women kind of thing. I don't know. Real bad. Real bad shit. Not great. And if you're someone who likes Andrew Tate and listens to our podcast, get out of here. I'm so sorry. It is not... I, you're not welcome in this community because that man is a monster. He has some terrible opinions. And anyway, so he decided to show his ass and decided to randomly tweet Greta Thunberg, <laughs> who is like an autistic teenager who, like, of course she has her own media stuff and she's all about climate change and, like, whatever, but he's like, I got 30 Bugattis, baby. <laughs> what? And they all have emissions. What are you going to do? Like, that's how he talks, right? Because he's British, but he lives in Romania, but he also throws an American accent in there, so he has, like, this really strange voice where he says Bugatti all the time. It's so funny to me. And she emailed him back and said, you know, please sure send me your list of cars and their emissions at my email, which was... um I have small dick energy at getalife.com, which we love. We love that for her. What a hilarious bitch. Just, and I mean, she, t- she tweeted him back pretty quickly. I mean, she just like pulled that out of his ass and he tweeted back like, oh, how dare you or something, which like was weird. And then he decided to make a two minute video ranting about her, which like, sir, do you have nothing better to do? Like, don't you have 30 yeah. Bugattis? Why are you bothering? Get out of right. here! Like over what? tweets, over tweets, like, like uh, that you started. Like it doesn't. Like she did yeah. nothing. She's done nothing in the media recently to even be like a person of interest. It made no fucking sense. And um, there was this whole thing where people had it was misinformation, but basically people had. Uh, he had said like he asked his brother because his brother lives in him with him, and he's like part of his whole like compound or whatever. And um, he was like, bring me in some pizza and make sure their boxes aren't recyclable or whatever. And he brings in this like Jerry's pizza. And so there was like a lot of misinformation that 
the pizza confirmed that they were in the country. So then the Romanian SWAT uh, were able... I don't know if they're called SWAT in Romania. I could be showing my ass there. The Romanian police um, were able to, like, find him. And then so then they go and arrest him because he's been he, he's been human trafficking, basically, for a very long time. And that's why I, when I talked about him in the podcast, I didn't want to give him that much attention because he's scary. Like, he, right. he did this, like, technique that's called, like, the lover boy where he would, like, treat women to, like, flashy dates and fancy cars and all of this stuff. And then he would basically abuse them to the point of they were isolated and then they were broke. And then for them to, like, pay him back, he would force them to do webcam stuff and take all the money basically. Um, and this is what he was teaching other men to do online, right? So, like, there's, like, serious issues here. Serious problems. Serious crimes. So, the misinformation comes out. Everyone thinks it's so funny, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then later that night, I'm crying already. It's so funny, because I have such a dark sense of humor. Um, later that night, it actually comes out that the... It's an acronym for, a. Uh, a company, or not a company, but an investigative unit of greater resources for human trafficking uh, or extorting and something. I can't remember. But basically, the acronym spells Greta, G R E T A. <laughs> um, to which then. <laughs> Have you seen the picture of Bush being told about 9-11? Okay, yes. Where he's yeah. like, the, the the Secretary of State is whispering in his ear, and he yes. says, like, sir, another plane has hit the towers. Yes, So yes. people put, put that meme up and said, sir, a second Greta has hit Andrew Tate. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. 9-11's really not that funny, but that meme has been everywhere for, like, the last two months. Like, I see that meme all the time because people just love using it. Like, that specific uh, format of someone, like, whispering into Bush's ear. So for everything to culminate at one time at the end, it was like, finally, this (laughs) the writers gave us a good season finale. Because I'm sorry, a second Greta has hit Andrew Tate is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It was just so good. And also, fuck that guy I hope he gets everything that's coming to him uh, what a terrible person and the fact that he's now in prison for 30 days for just for just questioning right so they arrested him for 24 hours and then they got enough information in that 24 hours to then get a an extended stay of 30 days that means 30 days without Andrew Tate on the internet making just a fucking mockery of himself no more top G up in this scenario it does it brings me a lot of peace I'm just, I'm going to be able <laughs> to troll the internet. Literally, like, Happy New Year to me. I'm going to be able to troll the internet and not come across some, like, crazy shit. So, we love that. We do love, uh, we love a good timing. We love a good timing. And um, also, shout out to Greta Thunberg for, you know, just being the, the first domino to really Literally. To do something there. We what really, a, she's a badass also. She's really cool. In her own right, for sure. I mean, so, I couldn't imagine being, like, 16 and, like, saying shit in front of the entire world. No, I was 16 and saying dumb shit, let alone, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. And, um, you know, I, I hope she's doing wonderful. I hope she's doing great. Honestly, um, actually, she then, she was already going to make an appearance, but from, um, I can't remember what country she's from, but they had her on their New Year's Eve celebration and she sung um never gonna give you up so it's not only did she troll him she then what trolled everybody badass. like what a badass just trolling what everybody um so we appreciate that we appreciate that energy 100 percent 
Um, but I could not do the podcast and talk about it because it was just so stinking funny. Especially because he's just a fool and to be made a fool of is beautiful. It's truly beautiful. Um, let's see, what else happened in pop culture? Did anything else happen in pop culture um, that you followed? Probably not. No, dude. I mean, um, I always... I mean, this is... It's technically pop culture, I guess. So I am the type of person that reads Fangoria magazine <laughs> so that okay. I can keep up with all of the horror stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I did get caught up on that because the only thing I've been able to do for the past week is read and watch TikToks, basically. Yeah. Um, I did see that there's going to be a new um, horror movie coming out this year where Megan Fox is in it and she's playing like an AI Oh, I didn't like know a killer a... AI. Wait, is but there's also Megan. Yes, which yep. is also a killer AI. Yes. Okay. There are jokes about that in the um, article oh, from okay, Fangoria. Cool. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, but honestly, I know that there's like a lot of controversy with MGK and, and Megan Fox and all that shit. But I loved Megan Fox and Jennifer's Body. Jennifer's yeah. Body is a amazing fucking film mm -hmm. it's one of those good for her horror movies it's fucking great so i'm excited to see her in something um i think it'll be great honestly even if it's not good i think it'll be good yeah i uh jennifer's body was definitely one of those like chemistry altering moments for my brain mm -hmm. and um i actually had the pleasure of showing my husband that movie because he'd never oh, seen yeah. it um and it's just a banger i mean what it can we say it's a banger and um, we also have the horror movie coming out with Adam Driver. Yeah. I actually... I that one's sci-fi. That is true. It is sci-fi. This year alone is the year of movies. We have the yeah. Barbie movie coming out. Yep, which legendary. Which looks very interesting. Dune 2 is coming out, which we all know. I'm going to have a whole... A whole moment about that. Scream 6 comes out in March. Yep, Scream 6. Oppenheimer comes out this year, which also, can we talk about Christopher Nolan? Like, he didn't want to use, like, CGI in a nuclear bomb. Are we? Are you telling me Christopher Nolan has nukes? <laughs> have you not heard this? I it, have like, not. It, like, came out, like, two weeks ago, where, like, he was like, I didn't want to use CGI. So, like, did he make a really tiny nuclear bomb? And then and blow it up? Blow it, blew it up. Yeah, what? I don't know. I don't know. I have questions. Did he use, like, old footage, maybe? No, no, no. He, like, fully, like, fully did, like, a nuclear explosion. But, like, was it really tiny? And then he just, like, filmed it really up blew close? It up. Yeah, I don't know. Or, like, is there, like... I'm sure we'll a, find out. A, a nuclear winter going on somewhere in the world and we have no idea. <laughs> we just don't know about. Yeah, who knows? Uh, the new Little Mermaid's coming out. Um, the new Willy Wonka is coming out. What? It's, it's a big year for Timothy Chalamet, as we call him, um, Taquito Charmander. <laughs> um, Across the Spider-Verse is coming out, uh, which is big if you're a nerd uh succession season four comes out very soon which for me it's it's just it's a big year for annoying people let me tell you <laughs> ted lasso season three is coming out the last of us comes out this year the witcher season three comes out which is the last season with henry cavill which also he had a terrible end of the year Poor he really guy. did yeah i would be beefing with somebody um, so yeah, man, we are getting a lot of stuff this year. I'm very excited about, uh, in media, I am having, I'm going to be having a good time. Honestly, Same. I've been waiting for Dune 2 for so long that I'm just so pumped and I just think it's going to be such a good time. Also pop culture, 
Jenna Marbles, Julian Solomita, got married. Uh, it's It brings my heart so much joy so, to see so those pictures. Joy. I'm just happy to see that she's healthy. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, we're both huge Jenna Marbles yes. fans and have been that woman for, like, raised ever. Me, basically. Same. Um, so, you know, her leaving the internet was traumatic. I'm mm-hmm. sure it was for a lot of people, but I'm just happy that she is is happy. And seeing too. her and wedding she pictures was very just, happy. Oh, Yes, and those weddings, she, she seems so happy. I mean, Julian's, of course, he's still online. He's so happy. I mean, he was. Yeah. I've watched a couple of his streams where he was talking about it, and he just. I mean, they just genuinely seem so happy. And if you haven't seen the pictures, definitely take a look at them. Um, they're all over Twitter, but it just um, that was a nice little highlight to end the year. It was just yep. very cute. I'm very, I'm very happy for them. They deserve the fucking world. They genuinely. Do. Oh, speaking of pop culture, we both finally watched Violent Night. We did. Oh, and it was so good. What did you think? It was so good. I loved it. It was incredible. Um, If you haven't seen it, I would suggest to add that to your list of movies to watch every Christmas. It's so good. Did you buy Um, it? I did not buy it because, like, my problem is I hate Christmas, so when it comes to, like, those types of movies, I have to, like, I have to know that I'm going to enjoy them before I full commit. So I did rent it. I will probably end up buying it, though, because it was so good. See, for me, personally, I bought it from the get-go because Christmas might not be great, but David Harbour is. Mm-hmm. He really is, and um, I will say I I tend to keep my flexes very low. I'm a pretty humble person, um, but marrying a man who could definitely win a David Harbor lookalike contest um, is is one of my biggest flex probably <laughs> because the whole time I was watching it, I was like, brother man, if you just did a couple of like curls. You could be having this. Like, do some curls for the girls, you know, and, like, get into it, brother. Like, um, also, David Harper with long hair. Mm-hmm. With a little man bun. Oh, change, it changed my life. <laughs> changed my life, I'm telling you. It was cute for a Christmas movie. I mean, and you say it's cute, and, like, people just got violently murdered. But um, <laughs> it was good. It was... I. How do I explain this the best way? Especially since I just sexualized the hell out of David Harper. It was a movie... I am weird, okay? I'm a weird person in this... Well, we all know that. I'm a weird media consumer because I hate sexual tension. Yeah. I don't like watching sexual tension. I don't like TV shows where it's like these two people could bone, but it's going to take 30 episodes to get there. I don't love it. Four seasons. Except for in Fleabag, but that's a little different because that's kind of like the whole thing. Um, And it's not like sexy sexual tension. It's like tensionable sexual tension um but this was a whole movie with zero sexual tension yeah which i appreciate because even in the grinch there's like weird sexual tension it's like a movie for children even though i love the grinch but it's like where does this fit in so like to be able to sit there and the only sexual tension is between me and david harbour and he doesn't know i exist (laughs) is everything in the world you know like um it was just good it was it was like low-key wholesome it was. And, like, also just a rigmarole of murder yep. and death. There's some um, Home Alone murder in there. there some is, traps. Which was yep. hard to watch, I'm going to be honest, with the it whole ladder tough. scene. That was oh, rough. Yeah. Uh, that was a rough time. And um, I will say, there are some interesting kills in there that I've never seen before. Okay. Truly. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, but let's just say the last death... Well, I guess not. The second to last death? I don't know. I'm not sure. There's a chimney involved. Yeah. And oh, I dude. have never, I I've I, never seen a death yes. like that. 
It's a great scene, let me it tell you. It was so good and so, like, fresh. This whole movie felt yeah. fresh. Um, I will be honest with you. I like all of the movie. I think it's interesting. The dad, I never believed his character. I don't know what it was. I just felt like the actor did, maybe didn't know his motivation or something. <laughs> it just kind of felt weird. But he was the, I mean, that's one, it was a huge cast. A yeah. giant cast is one out of, like, 30 people, maybe. Luckily, he wasn't... Like, he was relevant to the plot. But yeah, but not I really. I think you could have, like, taken him out of the movie, and it would have been fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, so, like, that was kind of interesting to me. And I've never seen him in anything before, so I don't know if maybe he's been in other things, and, like, this was just, like, a fun project he was doing, and maybe he didn't put his whole, like, left foot into it or whatever. But he was the only one. Everyone else killed it. The little girl in it killed it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Did an amazing job. David Harbour, as always, killed it. Like, John Leguizamo killed it. Killed it. I love him. He's my favorite. Uh, Ever since the first time I watched Moulin Rouge, I went, that's my man. (laughs) There he is. And not in, like, a I love him, like, I want to, like, like, be with him, but, like, that's my guy. I stand by him. Whatever he's (laughs) doing, I'm in. I'm in for it. Um, And it was wonderful. To see them act together was great. The Mm -hmm. whole thing. It was really fun. I... Was I'm happy you watched it because we all know how you feel about Christmas. Yeah, but I do love a good killer Santa. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I do watch a lot of killer Santa movies. Now, obviously, this is like not like a, a murderous Santa. Yeah. Uh, as like a horror movie. Yeah, like he's I would not say creepy. It's more, no, no, I would say it's more feel good action than yes, it is horror. I would agree. But I would say that there are, like, they do show the deaths, and it is bloody, so. It was good. It was really fun. I will definitely watch it again every year, probably. It's fun. It's fresh. Um, I love, like, a grumpy old woman. Same. And um, it was just fun. It was just, it was really fun. I I think that um, I didn't realize that I needed to see David Harbour covered in Norse tattoos. I didn't realize that was a thing. But I'm. I feel like a whole person, you know. Same. Like I definitely feel like a part. Like of, a part of me is yeah. complete now. It's, yeah, it's I didn't healed. know that I needed it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So I will be pushing my husband to get those tattoos. I don't have to push him. He already was like, "So do I need those?" And I was like, "Yeah, you you do. You definitely do." So we'll see how that goes. Twenty twenty three, the year of tattoos for us, maybe. <laughs> I hope so. Um. I also hope so. I'm. I'm definitely down to get tatted. It needs to happen. I haven't. I had have a an appointment on Thursday. Time. Do you really? Yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah, I need to do something. And lastly, before we get into some of our more podcast business behind the scenes stuff, I wanted everyone to know that garden season has started. I started my first trays of garden products. They're not seeds, so I don't want to say I started a bunch of seeds. We're not there yet, but I did start a bunch of ranunculus corms, which are one of my favorite flowers. They're absolutely gorgeous. And I went a little heavy on the purchasing this year, so we're gonna have some really cool colors, including one that's called chocolate, which is basically like a dark blood red. Uh, flower, and I'm very excited for that. We will see those probably um, in March or April. I'll post some pictures when they start blooming. They're so beautiful, and I am so happy. It's weird to already be in the gardening season because January is typically the month that I am fully resting. I'm fully chilling because we're between the two um, garden cleanups and garden startups, but uh, we're already there. I've already started some stuff, and I am excited to see how it goes. This year 
in gardening, I think the spring garden is going to be something to marvel at for sure. So it's really exciting to get all that stuff started. And um, thank you for listening to me talk about my garden way too much all the time. It just uh, has infiltrated every part of my life. Speaking of, I have a couple of things before we move on to our business. Okay. Um, first of all, I wanted to shout out my friend Corey. Oh, yeah. Um, and their Instagram, Corey's Cauldron. Uh, we shouted them out on our Instagram story. Mm-hmm. But if you want a good place or like um, a good account to follow to look for content that's very similar to ours, yep. um, Corey will post and then like tag other. Um, content creators and their podcast when they come out with new episodes that's actually how we got tagged on there um so if you want a cool place where you can like get more media in kind of an easy way to absorb um definitely follow Corey's cauldron on instagram Corey is also just a wonderful person <laughs> um Corey actually shouted us out and didn't even know that me their friend in real life <laughs> was part of the podcast it was just like a genuine shout out so we really appreciate them and their work with um you know getting the info out there for podcast creators and and really doing the damn thing and then um i forgot to mention that i think very early on in the podcast I had mentioned that I wanted to get into Dermested Beetles. Mm-hmm. Well, my dad bought the rest of my Amazon wish list for oh, everything cool. that I need for the most part other than a freezer. Oh wow. So um keep a lookout for that. So I'll probably start <laughs> getting into um Dermested Beetles this year. And then he also purchased some stuff that I need to get my tarantula. Oh. And there's a reptile expo next month that I plan on going with um, with my girlfriend because I don't want to order one online. I'd rather yeah. to, like get one and deliver it to make sure that like she's safe. I don't mm-hmm. want to deal with her having to go through the mail. That just sounds traumatic. So I was just going to wait until there was a, a reptile expo that I could attend where I could get one. Um, so that's the plan. So hopefully in the next couple months I'll also have my tarantula. So I'm sorry if you don't like spiders, but uh, if you do like spiders, I'll probably be talking about my journey because it is going to be my first tarantula. I'm going to tell you right now it's going to be a gateway drug. I already have like a ton of species bookmarked where I'm like, am I about to become the spider mom? And I am about to become the spider mom. So uh, the bug lady, be ready. um, I thought about this last night that I thought you would like to know. Um, I hated spiders before I started gardening. Genuinely, they have too many legs. That's just my opinion. Um, I also have too much leg, so I'm allowed to say that. Um, (laughs) But... I went this year, 2023, was my first year ever that I didn't kill any spiders. They were all transplanted out of our home. I'm so proud of you. Which is huge. And I know that's like, well, cool, you didn't kill something. But like, dog, I used to just not even think about it. And I'd be like, oh, what are you doing here? Slap. Like, you know, like, get out of here. But yeah, I now I respect spiders in a very different way. So if you're someone who doesn't like spiders, I understand. I do have empathy with you. But they are really cool creatures who do us a huge favor. So yeah, um, definitely they are the homies. So I am excited to see what you pick up also to bring it back to Corey's content their stuff is really cool because they post little clips of every podcast on um (laughs) on their feed and I laughed really hard the last time Corey posted two days ago or three days ago a clip from our year in review podcast and the only clip was me introducing 
us talking about the fashion, like, because, I, and I literally said, like, I know, like, you've recently gone to a fashion renaissance, but to me, I started laughing so hard because I was like, yes, if our podcast is anything, it's a fashion review podcast for sure. Yeah, it I is. was just laughing because I was like, of all, like, of course, like, they probably just like chose like a clip of wherever they were listening to. It's not yeah. a thing or whatever. But I was crying because I was like, yes, yes, that is who <laughs> we <us>. are. <laughs> that is it. That's it right there. So, no, their content is great. If you like our podcast, you'll like their content because all they do is basically uh, review and promote other people within our space, which is a genuine lacking need and concern. And I'm glad they're addressing it. I really do appreciate their work. So, uh, yeah, it was really fun to know that uh, you were actually their friend in real life and they had mm -hmm. no idea uh, <laughs> since we do use a little bit of different names. Um, but that Spotify was just recommending them. Our, our stuff so if you're here because Spotify recommended you to us I really appreciate you being here it's been really cool uh, to see where people come from when they find us and to know that that was like a genuine kind of meeting there was really cool and I'm, I'm glad to have them around it's really awesome um, so let's get into some podcast stuff okay uh, what do you think about that yeah let's do it you ready um, so, 2023 is going to be very interesting. Um, let's just go ahead and tackle. We are going to do a seasonal layout with our podcast. Our plan originally was to go to 30 episodes and then stop for a while and then start up season two, go for 15 episodes and then stop for a little while and then come back and do um, a lot of doubles episodes because we would be coming back around October um, for our second edition of Odd October. Um, but now the plans are a little different because the problem is, is we also love doing the podcast. So <laughs> it's hard to take breaks from something you love, even though we do want to make sure we're bringing you the best content. So just so you're aware, uh, we might get to 30 episodes and stop. We might get to 32 episodes, 34, you know, it just depends. Our plan originally was to go to the end of February, but, um, I forgot that we were doing doubles episodes for a long time. So <laughs> we kind of blasted through a lot of content there, uh, at the very beginning, which we will be doing again in October, but we probably won't go back to doing doubles episodes, um, outside of October for a while. It's just a lot of content, you know, it's a lot of stuff that it's a, it's a lot of work, um, so I think our plan is to probably either go to 30 or go to the end of February, just so that way you guys know. And then we'll probably be taking, I think every every time we looked at taking a break, it was about two months. Um, just Or like two and a half months, it just depends. Um, I think we'll probably come back around my birthday, which is in April. So we will see. We'll see about that and what that looks like. We still have, I mean, at least four episodes that I know of right now that is are, are definitely going to be coming out before any break is taken. So there's just so much stuff I want to talk about. And there's so much stuff you want to talk about. And we just like talking. So it's, it's hard to take a break <laughs> um, when you do all that stuff. But I do have some crazy plans for odd October. And that's going to take like a year's work of worth. Um, to make these like really good episodes so there definitely will be breaks needed uh, for those you know for those those types of episodes to be birthed so yeah so we'll see what happens there um, I can't believe we're already at 25 episodes this is actually 26 episodes we have more episodes than there are hours in the day which to me is absolutely wild um, and then also in 
the reason we're kind of doing seasons as well is because we've been kind of doing the same format, which is I teach Erie something, Erie teaches me something, we both teach y'all something together. Um, I think next season, the plan is to have a couple of different types of things. Um, I'm actually going to kick off with... Um, one of our formats, which is going to be interviewing people, that will actually be next week. I'm going to interview someone we all know very well. Her <laughs> name's Erie, and it will be her birthday. So, you know, get ready for all that. Also Rob um, Zombie's birthday. Also Rob Zombie's. Yeah, we can't. Imagine if I was like, so I'm interviewing Rob Zombie um, for Erie's <laughs> I would birthday. actually shit. Yeah, you would actually die. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I figured that would be really fun just so that way, you know, we get to test out um, our interview method and practice, but also get to learn about Erie a little bit more on her birthday and give her the um, the ability to kind of chill on her birthday. And so. talk about myself, because we all know yeah, that we, I love talking about myself. She loves, to, she loves a chat. She, she does love a chat, that's for sure. Um... So, yeah, so that's the plan for there. We're also going to, we've, uh, I actually am kind of interested in hearing from you guys. We had thought about doing once monthly video podcasts, um, because one of the goals that I do have for 2023 is to get all of our episodes up on YouTube and then, uh, not video, just sound. And then on our YouTube channel, we'll be doing like once monthly, um, video podcasts, where we kind of, uh, I think realistically what it will be, it will be like a pop culture roundup where like we're showing each other our favorite TikToks, we're showing each other our favorite media, you know, stuff that we typically can't show you guys because we're just in your ears and not in your eyeballs. So we will see where that goes. Um, also, Erie, I know that you had talked about um, doing something that I keep calling the Queer Horror Power Hour. I don't know what <laughs> it'll actually be called. Yeah, I think that's a good name for it. Uh, basically, what we want to do is watch a horror movie and then kind of come together and talk about that horror movie. Kind of like a review, but kind of just us going over... Um, you know, what we thought about the movie, what we enjoyed about it, what we didn't enjoy about it. Um, I have the opportunity where Serafina has seen, like, some horror, but mm -hmm. I feel like I can kind of introduce her to a lot more horror. Yeah. Um, we also want to pull in our friend Damien, who we've talked about a couple times on the podcast. Um, his podcast is People and Wait What. Um, uh, we love him to death, and yeah. honestly, we just want to talk to him about some gay stuff um, and also some horror. So <laughs> the Definitely. plan is to probably release those. We don't have, like, a, a content schedule for them yet, but content is content, right? So we want to kind of spread out and let you guys have an opportunity to listen to what you like. We're still going to do our regular stuff, so we don't want you to think that you're going to teach you some stuff. We definitely are. But we wanted the opportunity to, like, stretch more into that horror space, Um and queer space and um you know be able to share that with you guys so yeah i mean i'm definitely excited as someone who knows a lot about queer shit but not all about horror shit i'm excited to see where they combine because from what i've heard from the gay community apparently there's a huge overlap uh between mm -hmm. horror um and and themselves and i am excited to see i'm excited to learn about that i think there's a lot of teaching opportunities in that scenario too and i'm excited to see where that goes definitely so yeah that's three new formats that we'll probably see within the next season uh coming up except for of course that one interview with erie next week 
And I'm excited about those things. I think that I love our format and I, I love what we do. Um, but I'm excited to throw in a couple new things just so that way we have a little bit of variety. Because, you know, um, there's only so many times I can listen to something as traumatic as the Donner Party um, <laughs> before I just give up. Um, so I think maybe, you know, beat my soul down and then give me a nice interview. You know, like that's how <laughs> I feel like it's a nice trade off. Um, I do have a couple of goals that I just thought were funny because I wrote them once again at 3 a.m. Um, and I thought they were just hilarious. Um, the first one is a true one, which is I really would like um, to put out stickers in the new year. I don't have like I don't feel uh, capitalism makes me feel a certain type of way to where I don't feel the need to like shell you like a bunch of fast fashion stuff, you know, but I love stickers. We both collect stickers. We both have multiple water bottles full of stickers. Mm -hmm. um, and I would really like even if it's just for me and you. Just two stickers, just to make two <laughs> stickers, it's fine. I don't, I don't need anyone else to have them. I just want a sticker um, for our stuff. And that's, you know, my very, I think, obtainable goal. I think, I think so relatively too. obtainable. I think we um, can do that. And then I hope for the pod. I really don't like the community we have is small and niche, but. I, what we talk about also can sometimes be small and niche. So I don't feel like the need to be like, I hope in 2023 we get a million listeners. I don't want that um, mm -hmm. at all. I don't, I don't, I don't want a huge base, but I do hope that maybe in 2023, maybe we'll hit like a thousand, you know, like that would be really cool. Uh, like a thousand listens. Like I think that's obtainable. We just want to make home for the oddlings. Yeah. I just hope, like, on. I don't want to be, um, you know, I don't have goals to be whatever. I don't want to be known, but I, I do think that our community is really cool and we have some really great people in here and I want to, um, as always, find homes for weird little trinkets, you know, like our, our little little oddlings here and there. My trinkets. For my trinkets. Yeah, it was immediately stuck in my head and I tried to not do it, but here we are. Um, and then I wrote this and then I almost deleted it because I didn't know if you knew what it was and then I thought it would be even funnier to say it. Um, which was my only goal in 2023 was to try the grapefruit method. What is the grapefruit method? I knew method? you would not know what the grapefruit method is. No That's how I know you're about. a fake gay. Fake what gay. What do you mean? If you don't know what the grapefruit method is, you're fake. Get out of here. Imposter syndrome. Um, the yes. grapefruit method. You don't know what the grapefruit method is? Like I know. Can you tell me what it is and then I can... Um, it's where you like uh, cut the ends off a grapefruit in a hole in the middle of the grapefruit. I do know what that is. Okay, there. She's I finally do know. I've it, seen kids. the video. Yep. Yeah, which I just... I wrote it like as a joke, but I was like, I don't know if you know what this is, but it's so funny to me. I do know what it is. Me. I do uh, know what it is. Good. And if you are like, what are you two fucking talking about? Um, if you are above the age of 18, <laughs> honestly, if you're above the age of 25, um, Google the grapefruit method or go on YouTube and look up the grapefruit method and you will meet the uh, just an icon auntie angel the icon it's not, it makes her sound it's maybe her name's auntie angel because auntie angel makes her sound like the antichrist auntie angel maybe Let's An auntie, angel. auntie angel auntie m's um yeah so that that's you know there you go there's the goal the grapefruit method bada bing bada boom don't you love that for me <laughs> I do love that for you. Why was I thinking about that randomly, like, two nights ago? Just, like, in, like, what? Um, for me, mine was to own at least one spider before the end of 2023. Hell yeah. Hoping to just get that out of the way right at the beginning, you know? Yeah. And just be in it. 
Uh, my other goal is to, like, actually stick to tarot. <laughs> Oh, yeah. My problem is is that like I always forget to pull a the first like month I'm always like hell yeah we're pulling the card every day and then I'll go a whole month without doing it. So I'm hoping that I can actually commit and do that on a regular basis. Yeah. And just be more witchy. Like last yeah. year was just really hard. Um I I got to do some witchy stuff but I just didn't. I wasn't as into it as I would like to have been. So I'm hoping that this like year that. I can I can do it. Yeah, that I think that was like kind of on like my personal goals where I was sitting there thinking about, you know, like I try to keep all that stuff really small, you know, like just yeah. so that way I don't feel like pressured because it never works for me to feel like pressured to do something. Um, but I definitely feel like that. I feel like um, last year was a lot of resurgence in, you know, what I used to do and how I felt and going to Salem really helped with that. Mm-hmm. But then in this year, I definitely was like, I want to. And I know, like, you don't do all this, but it's like, I really want to observe all the Sabbaths, you know? Like, I really want to observe all that. I try. <laughs> I would love right. to do that. I'm just so forgetful. Which is fair. And not, you know, like I said, not holding you to anything at all. I just think, like, I would like to have a year where I, like, fully, you know, dive in and mm-hmm. and make something happen uh, there, which... I think I think it's possible. I think it's plausible for me, and I am I'm excited. So when you say you're wanting getting get into tarot, you mean like uh, doing your ever your daily read? Yeah, and then make sure I'm doing um, monthly reads. I used to do that. Mm. I do usually do a New Year spread where I do like a whole year, and I do a spread. Um, another thing that I'm trying to get back into doing is bullet journaling. So I got into yeah. bullet journaling in like. 2019 and I really loved it Mm -hmm. and then I just like fell off the wagon um so I did actually buy a new bullet journal for this year and I do plan on committing um to doing that that way I can put my spreads in there and like keep actually keep track of those things I'd like to keep track of my daily card pools like just being a little bit more like in it when I'm doing those things and having a little bit more intent so I will say that journaling was also on mine, and I would like to say that I've now done it both days. Hey. Both days. We've done both yeah. days. Um, I actually took a journal when I first started um, doing um, some pagan shit, <laughs> the best way. Um, and it's honestly, like, kind of sad. because So I bought this in 2017, mm-hmm. and I have, like, a couple of pages. I would say maybe, like, the first, uh, the first 30 pages I wrote anything. So I took that journal, and I flipped it, and then I started writing in the back of it. Okay. Because I was like, listen, the attention is still there. But um, I did think it was kind of interesting because um, we talk about mental health issues a lot. I wrote on January 3rd of 2017, it's a new year. I promised myself I would do gratitude. So here we go. Because that was something in DBT, like classes that they tell you is like making gratitude like in like your front and center like if you wake up and can be grateful for three things like it helps for the rest of your day sure um and I was struggling during this time uh truly this was it's so funny to me I actually really do want to go back and read all of this because this was like before I started dating my husband but only by like a couple of months so it'll be interesting to see, you know, what's in there. Um, but my gratitudes, this is what I was grateful for. I was grateful for electricity. I was grateful for Sprite. And I was grateful for the game Don't Starve. 
So I there do you like go. that game. It's such a good game. <laughs> that um, was something that I used to do in my bullet journal too, was do like a, a gratitude monthly thing. Yeah. Um, and I kind of want to get back on that because it, it is actually helpful. Yeah, it is helpful. I And I did that. I actually did that. Now I'm looking at this and I am looking at some other gratitudes I did, which this one says I'm grateful for this Lunchable. And I wasn't a child here. I'm a full-grown adult writing this. I just really... I'm still grateful for Lunchables. Pizza Lunchables Lunchables fucking hit, and I don't care. Argue with the wall. (laughs) Um, And then it's, like, a lot of, like, some deep shit. Like, this was, like, a hard year. 2016 to 20... Like, like early 20... Late 2015 to late 2016 was, like, really hard for me. It was, like, one of those, like, really reformative years, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um... So, like, there's, like, some really dark shit in here and, like, some, like, real true sh- shit. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to flip this over and start on the other side because there's just been, like, a lot of love put into this this journal. So if you have a journal where you're like, I've only used a, a piece of it and now it's ruined, it's not. Just flip it over and write on the other side and, like, it'll be fine. All, all shit is good shit, you know? If you don't have a goal or anything like that, maybe do a couple gratitudes. Nothing crazy. No, I only do three. In DBT, you're supposed to do ten. That's way too fucking much. I'm grateful. Too much. Well, I literally, I know I have in here written, I'm grateful I don't have to write ten of these. Like, Even if you have to do, like, one. Just, just one. Like a day. Yeah, just yeah. something. Just wake up and be like, man, I am grateful that the sun is out. Or I'm grateful the sun's not out. I'm grateful for this cloudy day. I'm grateful that um, I can taste and smell things again. Yeah, that's really. Can been a I just tell you, you that like it's traumatic? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is. It really it is. is. Like it's awful. I almost cried when I took a shower yesterday and I could smell my shampoo. Yeah. Like legit. See, but like that's gratitude. I'm grateful I can smell the shampoo. Yeah. And it's as easy as that. But look, your whole life perspective flipped, changed, dipped. What can you do about it? Yeah, I'm I'm very grateful that you got um, your other two senses back because it was getting a little scary there for a while. <laughs> Leave me here. Go Let on me without perish. me. Yeah, it was a lot. This is definitely, fun. I feel like, the most conversational podcast we've ever had. We had, we're yeah, like I agree with that. We're fully in conversation. Um, I guess if you're still here, I mean, we're like an hour into this, <laughs> so if you're still here at this point, uh, thank you. We love you. Also some other behind the scenes we have officially started recording remotely i finally picked up a mic erie has a mic at her home i did that for the weather because i'm not driving in inclement weather it's not happening so i wanted to make sure that if we um ran into an issue with the weather we could still record but honestly i kind of like the upgrade Mm -hmm. so if you've been wondering you know um the sound sounded really consistent there for a while and then it got kind of wonky again well that's because we changed up our entire system so things are a little different now but i definitely think um like with our first few episodes if you go back and listen to them you will cringe because they don't sound good um we're just going to keep getting better and better at this scenario and um, i hope you guys have enjoyed the upgrade it's been interesting to learn how to edit this way it's been interesting to learn how to record this way but um i would definitely say that this is the most comfortable i've been Mm -hmm. in recording this way and we're only this is what the third episode we've recorded like this or the second Mm -hmm. uh third third i thought yeah um so like i think you know we're getting into it and editing isn't as bad as i thought it would be and we're living so hopefully you're enjoying the upgrade you know hopefully it sounds a little bit better um and I hope that you're still having fun with us. I genuinely am excited for the new year. 
like I said, I love a new year. So for me, I'm always like, hey, it's a new year. Like, let's go. Like, let's do it. Um, but I am. I'm genuinely excited for the new year. I'm excited for some of the really cool shit we're going to do on this podcast this year. Um, I already have a few interviews like I've lined up or we've lined up um, that I am pumped for. And who knows what's going to happen with odd October. I've, I've put out some feelers. Some shit could get crazy. So we have some really cool stuff in store this year. And I am absolutely pumped to do it with y'all. Um, and thank you. Just truly thank you for being something that in our review podcast, we both looked back and was like, dude, this podcast was so much fun for us. But also something to look forward to in the future. It's been it's been really fun. And there will be um, so much more flower talk because fla- flower talk sounds like flower TikTok. It flower does. talk. Um, there will there'll just be a lot more gardening chats and a lot of other stuff like that. So definitely be prepared for that. But there's also going to be a lot of horror this year. Like we're yep. we're definitely deep diving into it, especially if you don't like spiders. <laughs> yeah, sorry if you don't like spiders. It's gonna get real, you know. We gotta do what we gotta do. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good year. I want to speak energy and blessing over all of you that you are gonna have a good year as well. This is going to be a time where a lot of us are capable of doing some really cool stuff. And I hope that we are on in the background of you doing some really cool shit, whether that's just cleaning the dishes, because Lord knows we all got to do it all the time. It never True ends. Shit. It never stops. And I hope that we can keep you company through that or whether that be in the gym or in a garden of your own or wherever the hell you listen to podcasts on your way to a job that you're going to kick ass at, whatever it is. Um, I want to thank you so much for just letting us be a part of your life and you guys being a part of ours and uh you know thank you for being patient with us as we are two old biddies basically (laughs) just ranting about whatever um you know we appreciate your time and your ears and and your effort and we love this community so much and we're so excited to see where things go and you know what stay odd arcadia